This is episode 435, how to clear the blocks to go after what you truly desire with Matt. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I hope your New Year's off to a beautiful start. Of course, it's not too late to participate in my New Year's ritual, part one and part two. You can catch those episodes on the Coach's Corner episodes the past couple weeks. It's never too late to set intentions and do ritual. Ritual is a beautiful way to consciously and powerfully declare what you're letting go of and what you're calling in. I also want to remind you that there's a great opportunity to step into this new year with an amazing coach at a very affordable price. So as part of the training that Elementum coaches get at the institute I co-founded, elementumcoachinginstitute.com, they have the opportunity to work with clients while being supervised by us and the faculty there. And you have the opportunity to get coached by them at a very affordable rate, like I said. This is a highly curated process. All you need to do is go to elementumcoachinginstitute.com slash CIT. That link will be in the show notes to apply. You are personally matched by Jill. Some of you may know of Jill. She's worked with me for over 12 years with a coach that we think will be a great fit. And we've had amazing feedback. We already heard from one gentleman who has said his coach completely surprised him knocked it out of the park and is just like blown away by the sessions he's having. So take advantage. These coaches are ready. They're willing, they're hungry, and they're equipped to really serve you. Again, elementumcoachinginstitute.com slash CIT. All right. So today's episode is about removing blocks. This is a topic that comes up many, many, many times in the show. And once again, I'm just reminded of how powerful our childhood is and how powerful one, just one significant event where we don't feel safe, seen, and heard impacts our life in such huge ways, which is why inner child work is so important. It's so important. And a little heads up, I'm going to be co-hosting with my husband, a free inner child workshop, a three-day workshop in February called Journey to Joy. You'll get announcements about that, be sure you're on my email list. Go to christinehaster.com to subscribe because I'll be announcing it here and we'll be sending out emails as well, but it's going to be a three-day workshop, Journey to Joy, all about healing your inner child and stepping into your authentic self. That's coming up in February. I am so excited. All right. As you're listening to this coaching call with Matt, consider, was there an event in your life, even if you think it was something small that has dramatically impacted how you see yourself and how you see the world. Is there something you want to do? Maybe there's a career that you want to step into or a relationship that you want to take to the next level, but you're terrified. Do you fear getting rejected? Do you fear getting your heart broken so much so that you don't go after the things you really want? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Matt. Before we dive in, I want to thank my sponsor for this week, which is Air Doctor. I love Air Doctor air purifiers. I keep one in the room that Athena sleeps in, which tells you how much I trust them and how much I love them. 
Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and molds, so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses an ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to capture 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses. So it's time to get peace of mind and better air in your home with Air Doctor. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head on over to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code over it. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. Those are big discounts. And exclusive to my podcast listeners, you'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. This is a really great offer, everyone. So log it in by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code over it at checkout. All right. And now on to my coaching call with Matt. Matt, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. Yeah, I just wanted some advice. I've had some blocks around starting a business, which I've wanted to do for a very long time. I've got a, a day job, which is which is great. It's fine. And it's not something that really aligns. Well, it's not something I studied in. It's, it's an administration job. It's great. It aligns with my values because it's kind of like for an environmental organization. But my dream is to kind of start my own video production company. But I've got some real blocks around trying to progress with it. And about 10 years ago, I had a HIV diagnosis. So I've you know, do, been doing a lot of work around coming to terms with that, been having some great counseling, but I've still got this bit of a block about kind of moving forward. And yeah, yeah. So some kind of advice would be fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing all that. And I know any diagnosis, especially something like HIV that comes with set of belief systems. And I imagine some degree of shame because of how we hold that. And I don't know, I don't want to put that into your experience. Was that something you experienced? hundred percent. Yes. So yeah. there's a lot of working through shame. And that's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. 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 Whereas if someone receives a cancer diagnosis, it doesn't come with that stigma. And I hope that's something that we can evolve out of and we can just get straight to the compassion and the healing. So I'm, I'm sorry that you've had to go through not only the diagnosis, but also the, the shame that can come mm. with it. And I just want you to know from my perspective, there's zero judgment mm. and full acceptance and, and full compassion of your human experience. You know, we all have our, our things we have to navigate through and I acknowledge you for your courage and getting the support for it. And not just the physical support, but the emotional support mm. as well, because it's people like you that are going to help break through the shame and take some of the stigma or hope someday all of the stigma out of it mm. so that there can just be compassion and healing mm. and, and no shame involved. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing that here. I really appreciate that. Anything else you want to say about that? I guess I have been leaning into it. So I, I do run a support group that helps mm. people with HIV. So if it's, it feels mm. like something I haven't um, avoided. I've actually really leaned into it and that's really helped, I guess, yeah. with where I am now. I feel like I'm quite healthy. I'm, you know, I've, so I feel in that part, um, I've got it quite well well managed. And mm. Amazing. Um, But yeah, I, I've, I guess it did kind of took some time of, 
I kind of stopped doing a lot of things. I used to be quite before my diagnosis, I was quite, I guess, quite ambitious in terms of my career and my goals, but that, a lot of that kind of dropped off and it took time to kind of, kind of heal, you know, once I got my diagnosis, that was a big shock to the system. And so I've been doing a lot of healing and, it, but it did kind of disrupt the card a little bit. So yeah. now I'm at a point where I really want to start kind of picking up where I kind of yeah. left off. And you might even, I mean, this is just a little language thing. You might even say this diagnosis instead of my, you know, just little things like that mm. can help, you know, all parts of us, especially our subconscious, mm. you know, it's, it's, we want to come into acceptance with things, but not over identify mm. because then it can create more blocks. So this isn't you, this isn't mm. yours necessarily. It's mm. just, it's something that is present and in, in your experience in your life. Mm. And I love that you're, you know, have a support group for others too, because it's, it's needed. Mm. And I hear there was a contraction that happened because of it. It sounds like you, like I got this visual of like you or you have this momentum and then it was like, it's like you fell off a bicycle. That's what I saw. Definitely. Yeah. And so that's the piece. Like, really looking at the beliefs, even the, even the ones that rationally, you know, aren't true, but that let me, let me give you an example from my life. So two days ago, my husband took my daughter out, took her over to another friend's house. A lot of little girls were getting together. And it was the first time since she was born, I had three hours in my house with no one else there. Mm. And at first I felt like, immediate joy and relief of like, oh my God, like three hours in my house by myself. And then immediate like guilt, like, mm. but what if something happens to her? They get in a car accident. Then I'm going to feel so awful that like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have had this time alone. Like, mm. I, it, and rationally, I know that's not true, but there was mm. some part of my brain that went, you don't deserve to feel this joy mm. and this relief. So we're going to feel guilty mm. as a way to punish you. So subconscious, so irrational, so fear-based, but oftentimes it's those subconscious, irrational, fear-based thoughts that are the blocks. Mm. So I'm wondering if you're aware of any of those, for lack of a better term, limiting belief or fear-based thoughts that could be part of this block or blocks that you're experiencing. Oh, definitely. I touch on this a little bit with my counselling in, in terms of before my before the diagnosis, I was moving forward, you know, my, things are on a good trajectory and then everything kind of stopped. And I think in my head, I, I had a bit, I developed a fear around um, when things are good, then when, you know, as soon as things get good, then something happens to kind of swipe it down. Right. And so I think I've got maybe a bit of fear about if I want to start this um, this business, or, you know, then it could, you know, I've got this fear about it, me not being able to do it or, you know, yeah, something really bad happening. Um, yeah. And I, I guess it kind of bleeds into my, I've got, I'm in a really loving relationship at the moment for, for two years, fantastic mm. partner, but have real um, blocks around um, having discussions about where we're going about, you know, com you know, having discussions about those real, you know, those, important discussions that you have with your partner about where we're yeah. going, what do we want to do? So, so yeah. kind of have resistance about having those kind of discussions as well. Because fear of like something bad's going to happen, a shoe's going to drop type of thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you, well, let's use this partner example. What do you fear will happen? 
that's a great question. Like, I, I don't think, I, I know rationally that we can have these conversations. Some, our communication is good in some respect. I think it's about planning for the future. Yeah, I, I just have a real block and not sure why that is. So this this block, this type of patterning that you're talking about, that you're seeing in relationship mm. and business, mm. was it there at all before the diagnosis? I think a, a little bit, yes, not as much. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. I think it was I th- from trying to remember myself back then because it's been 10 years. I think I've had blocks all my whole life, yeah. but it just really um, exacerbated post okay. um, the diagnosis. Okay. And if you were to, Maggie, we all have kind of our core sort of um, beliefs, like our one word kind of doubts about ourselves. So it's um, it's unworthy, unlovable, mm. unsafe, always abandoned. Mm. Like those are kind of like the core. What would you say yours is? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was the unlovable. I did have a kind of wounding um, incident when I was about maybe 11, 12 years old where uh, I was falling, you know, as as you do when you're younger, you kind of fall around. Um, and my dad caught me and, and he said, you know, son, if you're gay, you know, wouldn't love you kind of thing. Mm. And from that moment, mm. I had a huge, wound, you know, now kind of explored in therapy and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so I, I understand from that, I had a huge kind of wounding and that, uh, I think maybe that's where the some of the block came oh, from. It's like I wasn't able to really believe. You. Yeah, I couldn't be yeah. me. If I'm me, I'm not lovable. That's right. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, that's a big one. And then an HIV diagnosis is like the ultimate punishment of you being yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand why you're protecting yourself. Mm. Because it's like, see, I go out and get be me mm. and I get one of the most, and I think it's it's shifting. But if we look back to when we all became aware of HIV, there was so much like, if you're gay, this is going to happen to you type yeah. of messaging in there as yeah. like the worst thing, as a death sentence, as the scarlet letter, as everything. And so there's this huge belief of if I'm me, that's a bad thing. and then. I get the one thing that is like the, the ultimate quote unquote punishment. So it just yeah. like reinforce that. Oh my goodness, Matt. Oh my goodness. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I remember just when I came, I was overseas when I got my diagnosis, when I came home, I had to tell my parents, yeah. like my sister helped, um, help kind of, I came out and plus came out as I mm-hmm. should be positive to my parents at that time. And they, they were so lovely about it. I mean, yeah, mm, so that's good to hear. They'd moved on, you know, since, um, you know, but yeah, from, yeah, for a long time, just being yeah. me, I felt really hard. Oh. And now I've, I've started as an adult, I'm starting to lean into discovering what it is to be me. And, it, and it's okay, you know, actually, yeah. like who I am, but it's still, I guess, I guess yeah, there's still blocks somewhere that I'm still having to chip away at that stops yeah. me from. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. And if we were going to be more specific about the blocks, they're, they're fears. Mm. And I'm, I'm, that's beautiful to hear that your parents were supportive, Mm. Uh, but at 11 and 12, that seed was planted. That's right. And it grew some pretty strong roots. Mm. So I think the first thing is just, and I love that you have therapy and, you know, you have a lot of awareness. So a lot of what I'm saying is is things that you probably already know. and, And sometimes just hearing what we've been told by another person just sort of reinforces our truth and, and can mm. be helpful. Um, so, I mean, you know that there's a deep, like if I go after what I want, whether it be who I want to love or what I want to mm. do, something bad is going to happen. Mm. So of course that's not going to be particularly motivating in terms of mm. starting a career. Mm. So there might be a thought of like, I start this video production service. I'm rejected. I do things. People don't like it. I, mm. I lose money. I'm a laughing mm. stock. Like, you know, I'm shit at it. All these kinds of things. And all of those things are being said by a protector part of you. Mm. The part of you that's quote unquote blocking you is protecting you from getting hurt. Mm. Because probably at 11 and 12, you had to decide, all right, well, I just need to play it safe mm. and play under the radar and then maybe I'll be lovable, right? Mm. So the f- first thing I want you just to be mindful of is not to get frustrated with the part of you that is blocking mm. and really see that that's a part of you, Matt, that is so trying to protect you. Mm. So trying to protect you. And this part was probably formed when you were 11 and 12 or 12. Mm. And what an 11 and 12 year old can do is much different than, how old are you now? Uh, 43. Than what a 43 year old can do. Mm. But I think some part of your psyche is still operating like you're 11 and 12 and they Mm. don't know how to start a video business. Mm. They just want to be safe and be accepted by their father. Mm. So what's coming up for you as I say that? That all rings really true. And yeah, I can, I just have huge compassion for my younger self. And I've, I've, I've heard um, some of your teachings about, you know, and the child work and stuff. So yeah. I've been trying to incorporate into that. Um, so I do have huge compassions for my younger self. Um, yeah. And that definitely is, definitely is, that is help. That does help, but I feel like I've still there's still blocks there. That and maybe it's just that I've just got to be kind to myself and and acknowledge those feelings as I kind of still mm-hmm. work towards my my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me ask you this: What would you need to feel or experience to know that you were free of blocks? Like, how would you know the blocks were gone? Oh, that. I guess I'm actually doing the things I'm actually able to make progress kind of tangible progress and, and the things I want to do. I'm not just stalling. I'm not making excuses. I'm not, you're not not protecting yourself. So this is the first thing we need to do. We need to reorientate Mm. to what's actually happening because Mm. by you saying like, I'm stalling, I'm making excuses. That's just putting you further back Mm. into the block, because the whole block is around self-criticism. Like I'm not okay for who I am and I'm stalling. I'm procrastinating. That just falls in the whole category of I'm a piece of shit loser. Mm. who's not worthy of anything. Mm. Do you see that? Yeah. So just seeing 
the way you're moving through this as quote unquote bad is, is a huge block. Mm. So if you see yourself stalling or making excuses or any of those things, you go, oh, wow, I'm protecting myself. Mm. Okay. What am I protecting myself from in this moment? So let's, let's work with something. Let's workshop Mm. this. So what's something that's on your list of something you'd really like to do that would be an action step? Um, have my, have a, have my kind of website for the business up and running. So I can actually, you know, clients can find me. Okay, great. So what are the things that are keeping you from doing that? Uh, I feel like, I guess, yeah, I I don't have a brand. I haven't got great photos. um, I haven't got a huge body of work, (laughs) you know, examples of, of things to show people. Okay. So great. So what, would you need, so notice how I'm, I'm talking to you and this mm. is how I want you to talk to yourself because mm. what happens is I don't have a brand. I don't have a great photo. I don't have examples of my work. All of that goes the, the this supports the fact that I'm a piece of shit and I don't deserve this. Mm. I'm not saying you say those words exactly, but I'm just mm. kind of giving the energy of what yeah. you're following me, right? Gotcha. So what what I would love to do is go, okay, great. What would need to happen for you to get some photos? Uh, find somebody to take some photos for me and organize and set a date and either hire somebody or find somebody Great. who can do them. And Great. And how would you go about that? Either look for an online photographer, you know, look for going mm-hmm. through um, Google, you know, some local yeah. photographers, um, having a conversation, seeing yeah. if there's a, you know, check for good pricing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're a video editor, Mm. you don't necessarily need that many photos of yourself. That's right. You know, your partner could take a couple, I mean, iPhones are great. Your partner could take a couple photos of you and, you know, do millions of them and you definitely could find a couple. So if you just want to like get up and running, Mm. you could definitely do that. Right. So, Mm. but remember the protector part of you Mm. is going to make things as complicated as possible so that you don't do them. That's right. That's, yeah. It's the old self-sabotage. <laughs> self-protection. Yes. It's not sabotage. Uh, self-protection. Right. Self-protection. So right. you can go, okay, so let's just ask the bigger question. Mm. What is your, if this website's up and running, let's say you have mm. a photo of you, you mm. have some sample videos, you have a description mm. of your services. What mm. are you afraid of? Uh, like then I'm afraid of disappointment, you know, making something that clients don't like, I, I make a mistake, like it's a, a wedding and mm-hmm. I, I screw it up. <laughs> or, yeah. 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 So do you have the expectation that a video editor always sends a client a first draft that they love? No. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe I do a little bit, but no, I, I know in reality that's not the case. It's always back, back and forth. It's, yeah. Right. Right. But again, we're looking at that belief system of unless mm. you're this way, unless mm. you're perfect, you're not lovable. Yeah. So that's going to be like, I really just want you to feel how pervasive that is mm. and what belief you want to hold inside instead. So let's go back to that 11 and 12 year old boy. What would you have mm. loved your, how would you have loved your dad to react? And what would you have loved to hear him say? It would have been great. You know, maybe probably a bit too young to be exploring this now, but you know, if 
whoever you are, who do you decide to love, that's, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. will love you no matter what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if he had said, son, like you're at the age where being curious about your sexuality is really, really normal. Mm. And I want you to know you can come to me with questions. Mm. You can come to me with confusion. Mm. And I just want you to know whoever you are and whoever you decide to love is normal, acceptable, and you'll always be loved. Mm. Yeah, that would have made all the difference in the world. Right. And what was the energy in that that you felt? Relief. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So now I want you to take on that tone Mm. and speak to the part of you that really wants to put yourself out there as a video editor. Mm. What would you say? Um, Matt, you've got the skills. You've got... First, normalize the fear. Because remember mm. what I said first, it's normal to be curious. It's, yes. About, yeah. <laughs> so it's, first, make it okay. <laughs> it's, Matt, it's, it's normal to feel scared uh, of disappointing people. Um, but you've got the skills, you've got the energy, you've got the drive and passion for this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so don't be afraid. Yeah, I've it's got okay you. if you're afraid. It's okay if you're afraid. Yeah. Yes. It's okay if you're afraid. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So one of the things you're learning is how to talk to yourself. Because mm. it seems like you sort of have two notes, and I'm generalizing here, but mm. the inner critic mm. and the pep talk reassurer. Mm. The inner critic is like, you don't have a website, da da da. And then the pep talk reassurer is like, um, you can do it. Don't be scared. Come on, boy, just go for it. You know? Yeah. yeah. And what I'm really coaching you towards is that like healthy parent mm. voice of like, all of this is normal. Mm. The fear, the concern, the fear of rejection, the overwhelm of how am I going to do this as an entrepreneur when I've been used to mm. working for somebody else? Mm. All that's normal. And, yeah. and, we can still do it. Mm. It's not a problem. None of your fear is a problem. And I guess, I guess another big fear is obviously going from secure kind of nine to five into moving into working for myself. It's like scared of, scared, mm-hmm. you know, will I be able to match my income or can I still support myself or how, yeah, mm-hmm. how, how, how can I hold down two kind of jobs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can stair step it. And that's what yeah. so many people do. Yeah. And that's what you can do. And you can probably surpass what you're making. Mm. The biggest thing that's going to dictate that is how you are with yourself mm. and how you work with that belief of unless you're X, Y, Z, then X, Y, Z. In addition to like, if you really go for something you love, then you're going to be punished and you're going to suffer. And you're going to have to pay for it in some way. Mm. Those are the two biggest things. If we're talking about blocks, the two biggest belief systems and the patterning that come with them that I encourage you to be mindful of Mm. and start to shift. Mm. And you shift the first one with really having that healthy inner parent voice and doing the both and like it's completely normal. 
to feel this way. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it's a problem. And it's not feedback. So many of us feel fear and then go, oh, this is feedback that I shouldn't do it. Mm. And then we're like, okay, well, I just need to feel more confident and then I'll do it. No, Mm. completely normal to feel that fear. Normalize it, normalize it, normalize it, normalize it. Because Mm. that's another thing in your programming, both just your your father and just growing up a gay man, like Mm. it's not quote unquote normal. Right. So really normalizing, making Mm. it okay, full acceptance. This is not a problem. Mm. Who you are is not a problem. The fact that you don't have a website is not a problem. Like all of that. Mm. You know, that's something my coach reminds me of all the time. She's like, Christine, this is not a problem. Like, but, but, but she's like, it's not a problem. Mm. (laughs) And the minute I stop seeing it as a problem, Mm. then the quote unquote solutions come. So that's, that's number one. And number two is really understanding that this whole, the something bad's going to happen. Yeah. I would say came from not having full permission to live in full alignment with who you are. Yeah. And so when you can really, really like accept and live into and give yourself full permission to express yourself because being a video editor is a creative job. Mm. Putting yourself out there as a brand is a thing and you don't need a Mm. brand. You just need your work, you know, your reels and things will speak for themselves. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sure you've heard of upper limiting which is when we get a lot of what we want and then we start to try to find a problem and fear comes up. Mm, Yeah. And, you know, I I do want to ask you, I know I'm kind of jumping around, but I hope that's okay. Is that okay that I'm jumping around? Yeah, that's great. Why video editing? What do you love about it? It's creative. I love storytelling. It's working with other creative people. It's using kind of my technology skills. Yeah. Are you doing it now? Have you done any of it? I have in the past. I, I mm-hmm. did a few for work uh, last year. Yeah, and uh, it's that block about sometimes about picking up the camera and, and just starting mm-hmm. a project. Um, I've got lots of ideas of what I want to do, but yes, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah. you've really touched on a lot of, of, of why. Um, yeah. Of why yeah. I do have those fears. and Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you owe this to all parts of you. Mm especially that young boy who got stifled pretty Mm. young Mm. because it wasn't just your sexuality, right? It was when we get shamed, our sexuality, our creativity, our Mm. expression, they all go together. Yeah. And I remember for a long time mm. during my teenage years, I was pretty shut down, you know, yeah. Yeah. And if you, you lit up when you talked about this, Mm. you did. And so I encourage you to get a picture of you when you're 11 or 12, Mm. have that somewhere and let that be a bit of your inspiration. Mm. Like, this is my why, Mm. this is my why Mm. to finally give myself permission to be fully expressed Mm. and to not just play it safe. 
Yeah, I've been playing safe for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's been useful. Yeah. It's been useful. Like you said, you're in a great partnership. You have a job that, you know, isn't your passion, but mm. value-wise, it aligns. Yeah. But now's the time to like actually give yourself all of what you want. Mm. Because with your partner too, a fear of having those conversations, you don't want that to drive your partner away, you know? Yeah. Like you don't want to drive him away. Yeah. So, or have him feel like you're not as invested. Yes. And so just really present scene, like this scares me, but what scares me more is losing you. So mm. let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. So what were your biggest takeaways from our conversation? Um, biggest takeaways is acknowledging it's okay to, to feel fear it's, and it's normal. It's normal to have these feelings. It's probably normal for any creative person to have these feelings when they try to undertake their craft or something. Um, and it's acknowledging my younger self and having compassion for my younger self. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, they're the biggest takeaways, I think. Yeah. Having compassion for him and having like re-updating his beliefs, like going yeah. back to 11, 12 year old and saying, actually, mm -hmm. it's 100% okay to be you. You yeah. didn't do anything wrong. And And learning to parent myself, um, having that kind of parent voice. Um, right. Not, yeah. Or right. Positive parenting kind of yeah. voice for myself. Right. Right. That really loving, compassionate acceptance, yeah. mm -hmm. not the pep talky. Yeah. 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 Well, I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and usually people don't, um, get on a call with me unless they're actually really ready to make the change. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm definitely ready. I'm I'm sick of stalling. Protecting. Yeah. Protecting. Protecting. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> it has it has, mm -hmm. it, it has served its purpose. Um but yes. it's also hindering me. So um ready to to move move forward so thank you to matt for your vulnerability for your courage and for bringing forward a topic that i know so many listeners can relate to i can even relate to this in in many ways so there are a lot of things going on here i think first and foremost we can talk about how like i said in the intro a significant childhood event where we feel shamed in any way, where we don't feel seen, where we don't feel safe, we don't feel loved for who we are. Oh my gosh, the repercussions that can have on our life are life-changing, <laughs> life-stopping, I should say, because it really does create this block, both consciously and subconsciously, because there's an inner child that deep down believes that something is wrong with them. And even though Matt's parents eventually accepted him and received him. And even though he's in a loving relationship now, and he is giving himself permission to be who he is, he still is carrying that younger man inside who had this belief that I'm not okay as I am. And it's not okay for me to express myself. So of course he's going to take a safe job. 
of course, he's going to have trouble and blocks not stepping into more of an entrepreneurial path where he would be stepping into his fullest expression because there's that belief there's something wrong with me. I'm not enough. I'm not going to be loved for who I am. All those things go together. So as I said in the intro, this is why inner child work is so important. It's why I'm hosting a free three-day workshop in February with Steph to help you reclaim your joy and heal that inner child and why I just am so passionate about everyone being able to reconnect with that inner child, help them feel their feelings and really reframe and let go of so many of those limiting beliefs that are holding them back. And that's really what's up for Matt right now is talking to that younger part and being like, I I got you. It's okay. The other thing we worked a lot on this episode, and I want to emphasize it to all of you is you get so judgy and critical of the ways you're sabotaging, the ways you're making excuses, the ways you're not going after things, and you're just beating yourself up and you're holding it with so much judgment and criticism when in reality, what you're doing is protecting yourself. So next time you're procrastinating or next time you're making excuses, go, oh, hand on heart, I'm protecting myself. Okay. What do I need to remind that part of me that's trying to protect me so badly? What do I need to remind that part of that? That was then this is now that it's safe to express myself or what does that part need? Is that part scared? And do I need to stop trying to motivate myself, stop trying to, you know, put things on my calendar when I'm going to do things or time block when I'm going to finally launch my website or whatever your quote unquote stretch goal is and actually go back and work with the origin of that wound. This is why so many of us don't get to where we want to go in life. It's not because we don't know, and it's not because we're not able to. It's because we haven't actually gotten to the origin wound that doesn't feel safe enough to go there. That's what I'm passionate about helping you find. So stay tuned for that three-day workshop. Thank you everyone so much for listening. I'm sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.